Hey, it's Shay. Welcome to the More You Know podcast. Hey, it's Marissa Kay. Take this journey with us as we challenge our thoughts, opinions, and beliefs. Because the more you know, the more you grow. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The More You Know. And this is me, Shay. And that's her, Marissa Kay. Hey! So what's up, Marissa? I mean, I would ask you what's new with you, but I know what's new with you. And if they follow us on Instagram, they know what's new with you because somebody graduated on Friday. Yes, hey. yes, I did. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Congratulations. How do you feel? It's still pretty surreal. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I'm really excited and just ready to start with my career now that's good I'm so happy for you thank you so how was that day let's go through like a quick I don't know five minutes or whatever of like your emotions like from when you woke up to when you went to bed so when I woke up I was a little nerve-wracked um I was kind of I got surprised Um, So all of my siblings um, ended up coming to my graduation and I I wasn't aware of that. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it kind of threw me off. I didn't really know um, what to expect, but I just kind of told myself like, you know, it's going to be a good day no matter what. So, you know, let's enjoy this, enjoy your day that you've worked really hard for. So um it was pretty jam-packed like I feel like I as soon as I woke up it was just one thing after another you know like that I had to do um we had a really early breakfast and then I had to hurry up and go get my makeup done and then I went after that I got to my mom's and then it was time for us to pretty much head off um to the commencement ceremony and I ended up being about 17 minutes late Uh (laughs) uh-oh yes I ran in there um but I actually showed up the same time as a few other people that were running late so that helped me um but I was able to get in there and get in line and of course, because I'm awkward and I just do awkward shit. I was not supposed to have my purse, but I had my purse. And so I was like the whole time I'm like, do I need to just like shove it in my my gown? Can you see it? Do I need to like take well, I can come back to like the chair? Do I need to just put it there. Like did it have need- a strap on it? Yes. Oh, I would have just put it under my gown. That's what I tried to do, but then when we had to stand up, I just felt like it was like poking out. And then the purse was so small, it couldn't fit my phone in there. So I'm like trying to like hold it shut too. Um, but I pretty much, I was like, fuck it. And I just took it off. I hope I didn't bump the girl beside me, but I just took it off when I realized that we were going to come right back to the seats. Cause oh, yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then another awkward thing that I did, they had our first and our last name and they had us do like um, how you pronounce it. Just go ahead and spell it out how you pronounce it and blah, blah, blah. 
and I put my middle name on there too. So I was the only one that they, when they announced my name, they announced my full name. (laughs) And I told them that's fine. It's so awkward because no one else did it. And I was like, hey, just just say my first and my last name. Just ignore, you know. She's like, okay. And the guy still said my full name. You don't have to be like everyone else. It's fine. You're right. It's just, it's my, my anxiety. No, you're fine. That's good. I'm happy for you. But yeah, um, after that, it was pretty short. It was a pretty short ceremony. We went out to eat and everybody was like really tired at like six o'clock. We were supposed to like, you know, go relax and rest up a little bit. And then, we, you know, the night was young. We we're supposed to go out. Mm-hmm. So nobody got back up. Except for like me and Misty. So we just went and had drinks at the pub that we live beside. We had like appetizers and drinks, and we just came back home because everyone literally just slept until mm. the next day. Well, that sounds like <laughs> it was a good day, but it was, it definitely was. And I mean, I was tired myself too. Like, when we got back, I could hardly keep my eyes open, so I definitely understand. And I know everyone was like flying in and stuff too, so I know they were tired. Well, that's good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I don't have no updates, so ain't nothing new happen with me. I mean, yeah, ain't nothing new happening to me, you know, still just living, living life, waiting on this. Um, I'm on break from school the whole month of December we're off, so I'm just chilling, but I'm really interested to get into this topic here. Y'all, Marissa has a really good topic for us, and this is her thing, so I'm gonna let her just take it away. Okay, so we're going to talk about sexual selection and attraction what makes us want who we do mm, yes why we want who we want <laughs> i'm ready yes. let's, go. let's get into it all right so i mean first things first it really it's divided into three sections we go through lust, we go through the romance slash dating stage, and then towards attachment and long-term partner, you know, Mm -hmm. but all of this is biologically, we're biologically designed to search these people, we'll search for these people to basically procreate whether or not because of course not everyone has kids not everyone wants to Mm -hmm. but these things that attract us to people it is things that we that we want to basically pick out you know to raise in a a partner yes is in a partner and who would best raise a family with so we're automatically looking about looking for someone to have a family with, even if that's not our, our goal. Absolutely. Interesting. Because Let's it all, mm-hmm. okay. okay. <laughs> so it's, it's funny how when you listen to men, the number one thing you hear men complain about, right? Mm-hmm. 
is women being like gold diggers. They just want me for my money. They just want what I can provide them with. They just, that's all they want. And then as women, we're like, do you even care about who I am? Mm -hmm. I'm basically just who you see. Are you just trying to, you know, you're just trying to like, fuck me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's funny that, right. And it's funny that we do that because it's, it's biological for men. I'm sorry, but I kind of am looking to see what you can provide. Not like because I can't provide for myself, but because if you're supposed to be the, you know, head of the household, you're supposed to provide. Like, even if it's not, you know, um, monetary, like, no, we and are, that's we do look for providers, so I can see that. Right, and that's absolutely it's it's biologically what we are programmed to do as a woman. And it's like you said, it's not always monetary. We're looking for security. We're looking for someone who's reliable and yeah. provide and emotional support. Like, that too. It's not just about money. And it's someone that can keep us safe. And th- these are in different ways because you do have women who do want someone that can provide them, you know, with money and that's their safety nets if something happens this person has money to take care of us yeah Uh, you know we all fall into a category you have women that are attracted to intelligence so if something happens can you figure out can you outsmart what's going on to keep us safe yeah exactly you know know what i don't know like where i'm lacking in any department but especially that department like can you pick up the slack right there right and then you also have can you protect me can you if someone is trying to if they endanger our lives can you protect me can you can you like fight them Mm -hmm. you have women that go for that one too it's all about that security safety reliability that's what women go for so it's and like I said, all of us fall, we might actually have one or two of those, you know, that we go for, or mm-hmm. we all just, we all fall in different categories. So I go for all of them. So let me put it out there. <laughs> if you can't do all of the above, I'm joking. Go ahead. <laughs> I know I go for more of the physical like protection. I go yeah. for, I don't know what's wrong with me with that, but I I like um, scrappy men, not ones that just want to just fight, but, but can when they need, can. when it's necessary. Right. Yeah, that, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then men, they're wired to visually seek out who can bear them healthy children. Mm. Like it goes with, um, I don't know if you've heard of the the waist to hips ratio, Mm-mm. or what, you know, or back in the day they would say, oh, she's got like childbearing, oh, childbearing hips, right? Yeah, yeah. it's funny because everyone would think that this, like, with the body types, that everyone, you know, everyone usually wants to be like hourglass, but I would say it's more um, if you've heard of the pear shaped, yeah. It's more of that, um, but men look for that. They look. This one kind of bothers me, but it's but it's 
men look for more youthfulness too because you know once we hit certain age, certain age yeah you know yeah factories closed right and so they're they go for more of that too that's yeah. what they're looking for visual that makes sense simulation. so it's like it's just funny that we complain about this but it's like it's science you don't have a choice really <laughs> right like it's just what we do so well there's nothing wrong with it though what else what else you got <laughs> well we're gonna talk about pheromones uh-oh <laughs> is it okay yeah let's talk about it because you know like they have these um like oils and stuff and it has pheromones in it and i always thought that like pheromones were like specific to the to the individual <laughs> you know like my mm-hmm. scent is not the same as yours but right. i guess it's like a basic i don't know like make i don't know go ahead explain because yeah no but those scents whatever it is whatever perfume or whatever you put on you your your body's pheromones they're gonna make it different yeah so that's that's why not every scent smells the same way on right on people like you can spray right. stuff on a paper and it smells a certain way but when you put it on your skin mm-hmm it may you know not gonna be completely different but yeah right it just all depends on your your body's chemistry Mm -hmm. but the wild thing about the pheromones is that as women we can sniff out on men um what we usually go for is someone who has completely different, very completely different, um, different variation of gene genetics from us. Mm -hmm. Because if, when you have that and you procreate, that's going to give you a wild variation of genetics, which can fight off different illnesses and different sicknesses. Cause you know, there's always new things coming. And so it gives that chance. It's, it seems like no matter what, it always comes back to like with the procreation. But women, well, as women, we can sniff that out. Yeah. And that can be through a man's sweat, amongst other things. But we can smell it just like um, men can smell our ours also. So how can they sell it in a bottle? Like, I just don't understand that. I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> I honestly I've never heard of them selling they have like oil and stuff and has pheromones in it or perfume I'm gonna send you a link because I've seen some stuff on Instagram and I'm like but how because I thought everyone was different we are so you're right no you're absolutely right so that is and who's pheromones like exactly yeah uh no thank you i'll pass okay so, so so we give off pheromones so what is what what about a man so they can i guess they can smell it too yeah they but what do they give it. off what do they give off for, for us or what do we give off yeah for them? yeah for us we usually give off when we're ovulating no what what does a man give off do men have pheromones too or- oh yeah no that's what um 
no that's what I was talking about um oh, okay. but yeah no men def yeah we we both have the pheromones yeah oh. we're the one women are the ones that can smell that off of men like oh. different variations of genetics we're going to be more attracted to that ones that are least similar to ours okay 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 and then for them, they can smell it on us. Yeah, when we're getting ready to ovulate, um, if we are even sexually turned on, they can smell that. I've actually had a guy tell me that he could smell my pheromones. Wow. <laughs> oh. How'd that go? No, I'm joking. <laughs> okay. I don't think I've ever, like... Hmm, that's interesting i was gonna say it definitely went it oh went. we'll say that for another episode <laughs> but okay so we have pheromones okay what else what else we got so let's talk about what basically takes us from lust to like romance Okay, because you said lust was the, was number one. Lust was the first mm-hmm. stage. And the second stage is romance or dating. Right. Okay, so what, yeah, what um, takes us there? Well, we're going to talk about mm. dopamine. Mm. So it's certain amounts of release of dopamine that's going to make you way more attracted to that person. And these things, like, this is once you are going on a date with them and getting to know them so basically this is up to the point of sex okay and something interesting i'm just gonna have a bunch of interesting facts but something interesting is your body reacts the same way when you are attracted or when you're in love as the same way you would react when you're afraid really yes and so that actually heightens sexual attraction. Hmm. Like I don't Fear? know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're more likable to actually have sex with someone. That I'm scared of? Not that you're scared of. But let's say you went on a date with someone, and let's say you guys just went on on a a roller coaster oh okay that adrenaline rush the dopamine that's being released that heightens like your sexual attractiveness to the other person and it also enhances your sex drive like it it makes okay okay yeah that makes sense so yeah um and then like once you get there we're gonna talk about the cuddle drug. Mm? Drug. <laughs> you said huh? the cuddle drug. <laughs> I don't need to be drugged to cuddle. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Not the cuddle. Oh, I meant the cuddle chemical. <laughs> okay. Let's cut that part out. Cuddle chemical. And the cuddle chemical is oxytocin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's what makes you. In the act, before the act, during the act, and after the act, that's what makes you embrace. That's what is going to make you start to fall for someone. And so what the, if that's like not present? 
like oh if that's not present it's probably not gonna go long term that's probably honestly it's probably just a hookup if it if that's not present so if your first instinct isn't oh man I want to lay with him then he ain't the one um okay that's a good question I wouldn't say that necessarily okay good (laughs) (laughs) yeah I wouldn't say that but it induces it that's what it is if you don't do that like the first time or second time it just those activities induce like that oxytocin those levels and the more those levels are induced that's where now you're starting to oh my god I think I'm in love with this person I can't stop thinking about them so I'm so like okay I know it's kind of it's not off topic but it is it's I just want to okay so there's say it's two different people right Uh this real life situation right here (laughs) and so like one person like I've never had no type of like sexual contact with that person or whatever but like um I would I would like I feel more like comfortable with them like like I would want to cuddle with with him like just let's just you know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel that warmth, like that comfortable with them. But then there's say there's another person and like, I like, like this person, like I really want this person, but like, and I have had, you know, like sexual interaction with that person or whatever, but I don't have that same like cuddling feeling, <laughs> you know? No, I get it. But the other person, I have no desire to have sex with this person at all. Like, I don't want to do anything besides nothing. <laughs> you know <laughs> so that's confusing so does that mean that I don't really like the person that I think I no, really like because oxytocin is released it also is released when you're breastfeeding your child I stopped breastfeeding three years ago but it's <laughs> you know, I'm just joking <laughs> no, but it's also like it's what they also use to induce your labor too yeah oh like the pitocin mm-hmm it's yeah so how would you know like my thing is like if if I don't get these feelings for someone is that like my body's way of telling me like yo this is just just you know take it at face value like it is what it is because I don't get those like warm cuddly feelings about that person I honestly I would say so you yeah. just might not have that chemistry with them. You know, that that factor, that what they call that, that like the X factor. You might not have that with them. All right, let's keep but, going. <laughs> but I'm like, that's it. I mean, it doesn't mean that it couldn't eventually, you no, know? Yeah, yeah I get it. <laughs> but if we're talking about like crazy in love, you know, Beyonce, crazy uh, in love, uh, 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 or drunk in love, especially drunk in love, that's, drunken love is the vibe yep (laughs) (laughs) all right i need some romancing and dating hell let's let's get back into that okay so let's talk about more of what all and other things that make you fall for people so there are other the top things that people also look for that will 
makes them fall for someone shockingly i mean i was shocked but intelligence Mm. and kindness i was really more shocked about kindness because i'd be seeing people and the way they treat people and i'm like they're not nice so yeah yeah i mean because it's kind of a reflection of how they're gonna treat you right and it's um but it's something that you also can't you can only fake that for so long you can't fake genuine kindness yeah yeah that's for sure and you can't fake intelligence you can't mm-hmm. like it's <laughs> you're gonna say something it's gonna come out and you're gonna be like oh yeah that was not smart yeah. what i just said yeah you know but i know i feel like and this is just me personally i feel like a sense of humor wouldn't be too far off either of what attracts people to other people but it's and it's a type of sense of humor though like that too like me I'm not attracted to like dark humor like that like I I'm not a dark humor type of person for real like nah I'm good <laughs> because you take some you know if <laughs> I might take it the wrong way and now we got a problem well, I can see that with you though I can see that with you. Yeah, so no, I'm good on that. No. I mean, it, I don't know. I guess it's just, like I said, it just depends. Like, but humor definitely because if we can't laugh together, like, man, it's like the best feeling to like be with someone and y'all have like a good ass like belly laugh. <laughs> like, yeah. that is the best. It is. I I really I can't be with someone that doesn't make me laugh. Like they have to make me laugh somehow. Yeah, yeah. and you, I'm funny as shit. So I mean, we go laugh, you know. And if you can't make me laugh, then it's just dumb. <laughs> I'm good. But all right. What else with romance and dating? What else do we have here? So, um, Marissa has done her research, so y'all better be taking notes because <laughs> I'm deaf. I am because it's hard out here. Look, <laughs> what oh, you- I just reposted something, he was like, You gotta rinse the person off and hope <laughs> for the best because it is rough out here. Like, and we're getting older. Oh my god, it is very rough out here, but um, you know, okay, you know how someone is with someone. And they like they won't leave them, and you're like, what is it? Is it like, like, is it that good? You know how you say stuff like that? Yeah, it can't okay. be that good, <laughs> <laughs> right? But it's a component. Hmm. So it's actually true. It is that good. Yes, it can be like chemically. If that's it's like, why you- oh, it's like a drug. Your love is no, like a seriously, drug. It's literally like i hate to say this but it's literally like you like doing a line of cocaine Mm, that person is like it's like cocaine it's that that part of your brain those chemicals those same chemicals are released so you'd be addicted to them yeah absolutely absolutely but i don't want to be like that with the (laughs) (laughs) that's why you have to be careful about who you have sex with 
or who you let me mm. let me put it in my professional who you copulate with copulate yes who you copulate with i ain't copulating with nobody <laughs> <laughs> copulate nothing <laughs> because if you do like are we copulating or what that's what i'm gonna start saying <laughs> if you're trying to copulate bro you can go somewhere like enough enough <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> if enough of those, especially like the oxytocin, if enough of that is released, that can make you fall. Mm. And this chemical is called vasopressin. If both Ooh. of those combine, because vasopressin is gonna make someone, it makes you want to stay. It makes you want to protect that person. It makes you. That's what their that attachment comes from so if those yeah if you keep if you have enough sex with someone it not saying that it, you could not also but you could you, if you release all that that's where those feelings come from where you know like i said where you meet people and you like what, why, why won't they just leave that person alone oh my god yeah. what is it wow they so pressing yep they so pressing wow look at that the more you know because i had no idea <laughs> that person has a crack cocaine in their penis and <laughs> <laughs> no she's a crackhead like okay oh my bad do you like that though hey all right i get it <laughs> i mean i mean like i i knew it you know i'm not knew it but you know like I knew it, but I didn't know it. But that's what's up. Okay. Mm-mm. I don't want no crack dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, keep your crack penis over there. I don't want it. Oh my god! This episode is being brought to you by tequila and strawberry moscato. lemonade and moscato, not mixed in one, but two separate drinks at two separate locations. <laughs> okay <laughs> D- that's it all right well that's cool but how do we get long term like how do we get to long term i'm trying to get there actually i'm really trying to get off of out of lust i'm trying to get to the second stage but for those that are in the second stage already i'm happy for you how do we get to the third I, stage i am i'm with you on that okay because I've, I've never gotten to the third stage <laughs> man i thought i got to a third stage and then you know that's the d divorce (laughs) happened so but the end stage pretty much is well having that partner long enough to if you would like to procreate and to raise that child not just to raise that child you know not okay Mm -hmm. raise it bye but you know that but that's the goal and so and that's hard like everyone everyone wants to be married but I'm like you know like being married is is obviously it's totally different from just dating you know what I'm saying like oh yeah and you, you do you have to work at your marriage every day like both parties have to work every day 
because you have to work to to like each other like to stay liking each other you know what i'm saying like it's different to love like i can love you to death and not like you oh yeah and that so like it's like, actually it's, more important like when yeah. it comes to being married or even dating it's more important that you like yeah well, so you can like being around that person like because this is you're gonna see this person all day every day you know well some situations all day every day but for sure every day like do you like me do you like to see me every day like does my presence bother you does your presence bother me can I go to sleep with you and wake up with you you know to your face every single day for the rest of my life throughout all different stages of life throughout all seasons because I feel like like the next person that I date like you have to be with me like throughout all seasons you know and by seasons I mean like you know summer winter spring and fall because when that fall comes the end of fall it's it's gonna hit me you know what I'm saying like that seasonal depression gets me bad so can you carry me through the winter months or not if you can make it through the winter months with me then you've made it (laughs) like we're in there people don't understand that like it's not just about you know well I think people do understand everyone knows like we're old enough to know it's not just all good it's you know good and bad but sometimes it gets bad bad with some people I think what people don't understand is that love itself is just not enough yeah no I think people really think that that you know because people love conquers all but love is not enough to make a marriage last it's not enough it's not love isn't enough to make no relationship last like period friendships just you know platonic relationships friendships you know what i'm saying relationships with your family like and your significant other because it's people it's a person i love to death don't never want to speak to that person never want to see that person still love them to death don't like them you know what I'm saying? Like you can, yeah, I feel that you can love someone and not like them. Absolutely. I know oh, yeah. a few of those. Girl, my mama calling me. Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> it is like it's love. Love is not enough for nothing. Is but a depth. I mean, it's good. It's good to have. It's good to love. But I need you to do more than just love me right I mean it feels good to be loved too but yeah yeah you it has to be right for both parties and then you got to make sure it's just as I look at it as almost like a like a business relationship too because both of y'all have yes oh yeah marriage is definitely a business because both of y'all have to do your part you have to bring whatever you said you was gonna bring mm-hmm. yeah most definitely I agree wholeheartedly and I feel like it's I feel like it's like over like glorified I think is the word I want to use I don't know yeah. I'm I'm like almost done with my drink so <laughs> put that out there <laughs> but like marriage is good like you know I always say like I definitely have a desire to be married again like to 
remarry, you know, my forever husband, because it is a good feeling to know, like, you don't have to think about who you're going to go to the movies with or who you're going to go out to eat with or who you're going to go to, you know, a concert with or something because you have that partner, like you have that person. So you don't have to worry about it. Like, well, should I buy these tickets? Because I don't know if I'm going to have someone to go with me, you know, in six months. No, you have your husband or, you know, you have your wife. But you have to work on it every day to make sure you make it to those six months. Like, it's not just like a, you know, we get in a fight and, well, I'm not going to talk to you. No. What do you mean? Like, you know, I mean, you are going to talk to me. We're going to talk about it eventually, but we have to work on it because we can't just walk away. Right. Well, you shouldn't. I mean, and I can't say that because, you know, I'm divorced, but... (laughs) I always kind of feel like a hypocrite when I talk about marriage and stuff but no because you can't control the other person either though yeah. all you can do is your part and it takes two if you can't and that's why I get I I just I get kind of um upset when people try to say that about other people you know like how you say you're feeling you feel mm-hmm. like a hypocrite if someone were to say that, I would get upset. Well, I would get upset because you're my cousin too. Like, don't be talking. <laughs> but I, because you, you can't. You're only in control of yourself. What are you supposed to do? You know, because people say that about like Doctor Phil. Mm-hmm. People are mm-hmm. like, "Well, he's been married twice." Oh, Harvey, Steve Harvey. Oh, he's you're been married like three times. <laughs> right, and like you're taking advice from him. But it's like, Steve Harvey, by the way. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, you can't control. Yeah, you just looking at it one side yeah. and you don't know about the, the other side. You can't force the other person to communicate if you're saying, yeah, let's talk about it and they don't want to. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. that's that's one hundred percent true. You can't go to counseling or therapy by yourself. Yeah. That happens a lot too. One partner wants to go get help and do everything they can to salvage their relationship. The other one is like, I'm not going to do that. They're just saying everything they're not going to do instead of what they can do, what they, you know, what they're willing to do. It is, I'm not going to therapy. I'm nope. I'm not communicating. Yeah. And so what can you do? If someone is not willing to put forth it, all you can do is okay, they're not, they're not in this with me. Yeah, you have to walk away. That's not your fault. Yeah. And I don't like the whole um staying for the kids. I don't like that. Oh no. That I wish that I wish people like would really think like that don't make sense at all. First of all. It doesn't because they get older. I can't tell you how many times. I I mean I'm a product of it. I was but... just about to say that. Like that's that's and that's a good. I mean, it's a good example. Because you, you know, that's real life experience. Because I can't tell you how my mom felt uh, on both um, her first two marriages. Like, you know, my older siblings told her, like, you, you know, you didn't have to stay with our dad for us. Like, mm-hmm. we would never want you to stay, you know, throughout all the, the issues. Yeah. And, and it, affects, it affects the kids, like, um, how like the mother you know if I'm not happy it does affect the way I treat my children and I and I try for it you know try not to but it affects the way I treat everybody you know what I'm saying like you're having a bad day you're not gonna be all happy-go-lucky in people's face like be honest 
Right. And then it's your children's first example of exactly. And they sit there like they haven't done anything. Why are you well, you have an attitude with them? You have an attitude because it's something that you and your husband's going through and it's projecting onto your children. And then like it, it just it affects people in all type of different ways because if you've grown up in an environment of where your parents are fighting all the time just fight 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 literally physically verbally I know some people that completely think it's normal and I, I've had to remind them I said that's not normal okay that may have been your normal but mm-hmm. I need you to know that's not normal and you don't have to do that and you don't have to take that. You don't have to continue that, you know. Okay, so I have a question. So without getting too personal, right? So uh-huh. think about like stuff that's happened like in your childhood. So, you know, growing up or whatever and like what you may have saw or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know how people, you know, like you just said, they think that's normal, Right. Right. But say something happened and you know it's not normal. Like, how do you, um, how are you able to, uh, like, acknowledge that and not, like, follow the same path? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, since they fought, then I need to fight too. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. And it's a lot of people are not self aware. Hmm. And it's something you got to be, or honest with themselves. You have to be honest with yourself. And that's, that's the first step. You know, I think yeah. they always say that, you know, honesty is a friend, but it is. It's, they're not just saying that. It really is. Because once you know that and accept it, now you can say, okay, I need to change this. So, and I can, so I can speak from the opposite side my parents are still married they've been married for 35 years now and I you know am divorced so how can I come from you know a two two um, parent family listen that tequila is is is, is in me right now I can't (laughs) say my words but you know what I'm saying and now you know I'm a single mother but I wasn't raised by a single mother but because I know I do know what it's supposed to look like because I do look at my my mother and father as an example and my marriage wasn't what it's supposed to look like. It wasn't I not even ideal, but it wasn't right. And not just comparing it to my mother and father, but common fucking knowledge, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So, just because I came from a two parent family doesn't mean that I have to have, you know, I don't have to raise my children that way if it's not right. Like I wasn't going to stay with, you know, beg my husband to stay just because, well, this is how I was raised. So this, I'm going to raise my kids. No, if it's not right, it's just not right. And that is something that I did struggle with at first because, you know, uh, full transparency, you know, my ex-husband, he said he wanted the divorce. And at first I was like, no, like like in my mind, I'm thinking divorce talking about like no we get a divorce for what like my parents they still married and you know you're not supposed to when you get married, you know, all this stuff going through my head but then I'm like wake up if you want to go go you know what I'm saying like after and we've been through our own thing like we separated before try to work it out stuff like that so it wasn't like it was the first time you know people say you should fight for your marriage all that stuff it happened but I had to realize like even though I was raised this way 
like what I'm living, like what I'm what I'm in right now is not good. You know what I'm saying? Like, so no, I don't I don't have to follow that example per se. Now I do desire to have, you know, the same type of bond or whatever like that I see, but oh yeah, not right. It's just not right. I don't know if that makes sense or not. No, absolutely it does. But yeah. His, and, and that is, and you know, it's good that you did see that, you know, especially seeing the positive, you know, in your parents' marriage and seeing But that. I also saw the negative now, because well, I remember, I, and I tell people, when people fight and stuff in front of their kids, like, you have to be careful with what you're doing for your kids. Yes. Because they remember, listen, I'll never forget. I can't remember how old I was, but my mom and daddy had got into it and my mom put my daddy out and guess who pulled up to help him with his stuff? <laughs> Yo daddy. <laughs> and But I never, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I never forget that. And obviously, you know, they, she forgave him or whatever. And I don't know what happened. I don't want to know what happened, but he came back, but I will never forget that. And I was young, you know what I'm saying? Like elementary school, young, young. Oh yeah, no. I never forget that. But I also like when I think about it, I'm like, okay, so obviously he did something that pissed my mama off to where she had to put him out. But they worked through it. You know what I'm saying? Like they fought for it. Like he fought for her and she fought for him. Like it wasn't one-sided, obviously, because a fight can't be well, I mean, a fight can't be one-sided, but you know, it shouldn't be. (laughs) So So I did, like I saw a positive and I saw the negative and I remember it. But then I, when I'm, like I said, when I'm older and I'm processing and like, okay, yeah, my mom put my daddy out, but he made his way back and he did right. You know what I'm saying? Like she, she wasn't playing with him, but I'll never forget that. I will never forget that day. Yo daddy pulled up there in that (laughs) truck. (laughs) (laughs) No, and I have... I definitely have um, memories like that too of like of my of my mom and my dad, and then like my mom and my stepdad. So I know exactly what you mean. I I remember especially a little bit more with my mom and my stepdad, but I remember us leaving. I remember mm. having, like my going to my sister's like one bedroom, and we're sleeping there. And you know what? Since we're talking about kids and their memory, so AJ is eight years old. Me and his dad separated in 2018. So he was how old was he? He was four. Yeah. And um, so that year when he was four years old, he was three at that time, I guess. One the one I'm about to mention. Anyways, he will he remembers. Jesus, listen, it's a tequila. But anyways, he remembers this moment when me and his dad were arguing. And I was like, I said I was going to call the police on his daddy. And he remembers that still to this day. Because he will mention it all. The, he, he mentions it when we talk about fighting and, and getting mad about stuff. Because it was something so petty. I was pregnant. And like his daddy was um, cutting his toenails and I felt like he was being too rough with him or whatever. And I was like, I was being dramatic and I was like, I'm gonna call the police. 
Now that I think about it, that was dumb. Because <laughs> you cut his toenails hella rough. <laughs> That's so dumb. But AJ remembers that. And I keep telling him, like, bro, why do you, I said, why do you keep remembering this? He was like, well, because you said you were, because I said I was going to call the police on his daddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't know what the hell was going on, but I'm about to call the police. And the pol- they look at the police as, you know, people that take the bad guys away. So I'm calling his dad a bad guy now. But you have to be careful and you have to be mindful of what you do and say in front of these kids, especially when it comes to their parents. This their mother true. or their father because they're going to remember and this is true. and it's it's just it's horrible because I, I and every time he brings it up I have to defend myself like man AJ <laughs> I didn't mean it no good damn well I meant it <laughs> because like I said I was pregnant and hormonal hormonal and I just felt like whatever but <sighs> anyways <laughs> But you are right. I remember what my dad had my mom, her name saved as. Uh-uh. He got divorced. And it was not good. Not good. <laughs> so how old were you when they got divorced? I was eight. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. yep, I was eight. Why do I feel like we was like in high school or something? No. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was in third grade. Hey, that's not been a long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was in third grade and I really remember it because I didn't even, um, I was supposed to be Scary Spice for Halloween. No, no, I was supposed to be Scary Spice for the talent show. Oh. And someone else ended, I'm not going to, because people know her, I'm not going to say her name, um, but she ended up being Scary Spice um, because my mom sent me to, like, Louisiana. What? Yeah, she sent me to Louisiana. Um, Who's to in Louisiana? Be, well, <laughs> auntie canola oh oh okay because okay he was active duty okay go ahead right so i spent some time there and then i went to mississippi and i stayed there and then i went to dallas because that's when aunt deborah moved to dallas they mm-hmm. like they i was divorced Mm-hmm. like I left she pulled me out of school in like April I left school about three weeks early I would say almost about a month early wow and then, yeah and then I didn't come back until it was like time for my birthday I don't know if you remember a slumber party at the apartments that we yeah. lived in. Mm-hmm. at your mom's apartment yeah that was yeah that was my ninth birthday wow I was nine I remember that yep and then I found out she was married wow dang so how do you think that so I have a question 
Yes. How has your parent, like grown, coming from a divorced household, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to answer the same question. How has that affected the way you view relationships? Um, It's definitely affected me. I was just talking about this with someone. Um, I was talking about it with my um, hairstylist, but it's definitely affected me. It's affected my choice and men and how I see myself um because I can see a difference in like my sister Mm -hmm. and her she definitely has more higher self um esteem and worth like you do yeah I would say so and and she had a had better choice well she had better luck I don't want to say luck, but how do I put this? Like she, she got the better deal than I did because she was about 17. She was pretty, she was raised by our parents, you know, as a unit, not saying just like you were saying there were negatives. Yeah. I was about to say, but just because they were together, but but you know what? I'm I'm sorry, but. I'm gonna say this because this Steve Harvey said this. <laughs> like just because, say your parents got divorced in 1999, their marriage could have been over in 1990. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, because my mom had checked out. I know my mom. Yeah, so so don't don't count that. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. just because they were both to physically together doesn't mean they were physically. You know, they were but together. It's also, the way, but you know how all of us recall things different. What do you mean? like growing up even siblings how you can even grow up in the same household oh yeah yeah like she literally for her she doesn't even remember the stuff that I remember like I've had to be like you don't remember when this happened she's like no I'm like it happened because my mom's like yeah that happened and I'm like because I remember um, in the group chat that we had, I don't know if you remember um, that all of us had on um, WhatsApp, but we had taken a quiz and about um, our childhood or whatever. And her answers were completely different than mine. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, were we raised by the same person? I don't know if she... But for her, she sees things completely different and she sees things more like positive. Yeah. And I mean, I definitely think that affected her in a better way because <laughs> she sees my dad in a different way too uh... than I do. Even though we like, we both are aware of like his, you know, his faults and things. We're, we're both aware yeah but she still sees him and I feel like she does because I feel like he I mean parents are different with you know all their kids but she got a different version of him yeah I I got a version of him a single dad version of him that's really making me think about my kids <laughs> yeah. but yeah like there's things that she you know that my brother um I had a conversation with him and he was like I didn't think about that like I went a year without seeing my father he would he would not see me 
I mean, he would kill me if he heard me saying this, but he would not see me. Maybe he felt like he couldn't, like, because of him. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, he didn't want to feel like he was keeping me while my mom was yeah, seeing someone else. That That's why. But, like, I, I mean, they didn't, that didn't happen with them, you know? So they don't think about that or like my, me and my mom, she mentions it all the time because I, I was a very weird child. But she was You like, are not weird. Don't do that to yourself. You know I was weird. You were fine. Well, I'm saying I was weird because most children wouldn't say things like well, what I like what I would say. And I pretty much told her growing up and I remember it too. And she remembers. I'm surprised she remembers it. But that I... I didn't really like going to my dad's house because it was not, I told her, I was like, you have rules and and regulations and, you know, I have a bedtime and that's better. Just do whatever you want to at your dad's house. Yeah. And I told her, I said, I don't like that. I said, I'm pretty much in charge of myself. I don't have a bedtime. I, I like, I get myself up I get myself ready like all I'm just in charge of myself and I'm like I'm a kid yeah I need rules you know I told her that like <laughs> and so that's why I'm like he's weird because you you don't see many kids that would do that yeah, that's, be like, that's I want <laughs> you know but I told her that I'm like who's gonna make me do my homework <laughs> yeah I think we need to be mind just be mindful with our children and what we expose them to and I forgot the question I asked you that I said I was going to answer oh so growing come so growing up in a two-parent home because like I said my parents they just celebrated their 35th uh, wedding anniversary yes and it does affect the way that I like um like now you know after like I guess I'm like, I'm not really in a dating world because I ain't dating nobody, whatever. But like when I look at people like as potential or whatever, like I think about um, if I can like see myself going through, you know what I'm saying? Like the ups and downs, like that I did see my parents going through and like, because I did see my parents fighting, but like I never, I never saw my, my daddy raise his voice and my mama you know what I'm saying like he he would speak his mind for sure but like yelling and cussing at her not never so if if my daddy never raised his voice at me for real like besides you know like yelling you know what I'm saying like if I'm downstairs and he yelling at me or if I'm in trouble and he's raising his voice like to a certain extent but just like um degrading me and just or my mom like stuff like that like never never heard my dad talk to my mama like that never heard my mama talk to my dad any type of way that could even you know what I'm saying like yeah disrespectful or belittling him or anything like she always spoke her mind though that's for sure but never like in a way that would make him seem like less of a man right so like yeah. I look for a man that if you raise your voice at me I'm done done this is a done deal I know I know right then and there that we ain't gonna make it because what you're not gonna do is is yell at me like I'm a child and no like we can argue and fight all day 
but it's it's just a way of it's it's all about how you do things how you say things oh yeah um and you know when you do have those arguments when you have those disagreements and those fights or whatever like if you can come back because like I said before you know I saw my mama put my daddy out and I also saw my daddy make his way back do what he needed to do to come back so I'll look for someone that like if we have an argument or a disagreement like are you going to try and make things right or is it all on me? See, because... and I'm like, oh, you go ahead. Uh-uh. What's up? <laughs> I was going to say, I like, it makes me happy to hear that you didn't, you know, that your parents didn't do that to each other and that you didn't hear your parents, you know, doing mm-hmm. that to each other or them, you know, like you say, go dad didn't like yell at you either yeah and so like I think like the last person that I was involved with and you know I had that person around my kids and you want to fight and argue and and be cussing at me and stuff in front of my kids my boys no you're not the one for me because what are you showing my kids like right now you're the you're uh, an example of what a man should be and I feel like I feel like like I said I never saw my dad disrespect my mama so I can't be with a man that if me and him is going at it like we going at it and you don't care that we in front of my kids or your kids that's a problem to me because although I can handle it my kids can't handle it your kids can't handle it like you we're traumatizing them like we're you know molding their minds and now this is what they think is normal and is not this isn't love like I mean granted like yeah we can love each other but this isn't how it's supposed to be you know what I'm saying like we're arguing that's different an argument is fine but us like cussing each other out and you you know we bad mouthing each other I just I don't know I don't know how to how to say it but I get what you're saying like the first side of that is like you know what I'm saying I'm done and if we're around some people and you we getting into it or whatever no you better cut that shit off you better yes no because that's so awkward to be around the the fight because I've I've never seen my parents like we've been around other families before and I've never seen them argue around uh, around company so no like stuff like that that I remember growing up with that's what I look for I look for in the person I'm with like if we together and we have an argument or whatever are you going to be like okay you know baby we'll talk about it later or are you going to go back and forth with me like are you going to shut the shit down you going to shut me down in a respectable loving way or are you going to go back and forth with me no don't go back and forth you hey Shay we'll talk about this when we get home or you know we'll talk about this in the car let's talk about it later do that I'm definitely with you on that but yeah I don't know so it's stuff like that like and oh yeah no no and that's it that's what I look for that's what I remember like I remember I remember bits and pieces of my childhood I remember a lot of the traumatic parts <laughs> and I remember how it was how it was handled and that's what I look for I was gonna say mine was completely opposite like my dad 
my dad is like freaking Samuel Jackson. <laughs> like he's constantly screaming. He's constantly raising his voice. He's constantly like, I remember him yelling at my mom. I he he still yells at me to this. Yell at you? Yes, like he to this day he he's always yelling. He just yells. <laughs> well, maybe that's just his person. That's just how he is. Oh, that's just how he is. We need to talk about that another day too. Yes. Um. <laughs> I mean, I, I I would say that that yes that that is how he is. Um. But just like we were talking about earlier, that's something that I'm like, you know, that's not okay. So far, I've literally. I've not dated anyone that has raised their voice at me or called me names. Good. So, yeah. I mean, it's sad that that surprises me, but that's definitely something that I, I don't, I'm not going to deal with. You're not going to call me out of my name. You're not going to just, yeah, scream at me, stuff like that. I, I don't want that. I wouldn't want that repeated. Yeah at all because right. we're talking to exactly oh marissa i think this was a good episode and um my tequila is just really <laughs> it's really getting to me but i'm like we got a little deep yeah but that's good next time next <laughs> time we can get deeper anyway so what's our fun fact our fun fact since we were talking about sexual attraction and sexual selection i'm gonna say this in my professional way you're gonna be like what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) our random fact is about coital vocalization sex noises oh so a large percent of the time when us women make sex noises is usually not out of pleasure. It's actually usually to boost men's self-esteem to help yes. them finish faster. <laughs> you said to help them finish faster? Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, that's my fact. Uh, 100%. But what did you call it? A quaidle. <laughs> coital vocalization coital I 100% agree with that because listen if I need you to hurry up you about to hear me (laughs) like please get it over with because at this point like I'm done done wow right isn't that just crazy how we're just designed like and we just know yeah bro come on yeah i like it i'm done <laughs> yeah i like it i love it don't want no more of it <laughs> Ooh, wow well i think that was great we learned a lot um learned that there are these three stages lust is number one the second is romance and dating third is long term yes. and we also learned that i am stuck in the first step lust same <laughs> And you know, 2023, new year, new me. We, yeah. 
we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that second stage, Marissa. Um, I have faith in us, and I have faith in the mankind. I have faith that you know, as we bring this um, podcast to a close, twenty twenty two may have been the year of audacity, but twenty twenty three is going to be the year of excellence. It's going to be the year of supremacy. Supreme. Is that the right word? Supreme. You know what I mean. It's going to be the year of (laughs) these men you know, saying what they want and acting on it. And us women too. You know, I think I think that we should no, we ain't gonna take the lead. I take that back. Never mind. That's what it is. Yeah, and, it's their turn. They need to they need to pick back up on that. Yeah, bro, I'm not no. You want me yeah, to ask yeah. you out? What? Like I have no prop like after we're together or whatever, I will whine and die my man to death. But not like when we're like the initial dating stages. No 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 i'm not wanting and dining you for the first date bro no <laughs> after we're in an established yeah. relation committed relationship then i will want and dine you down but no Agreed. anyways um yeah so you know it's it's gonna be a good year and do you have anything else to say to the people i hope Everyone has a very happy holiday and yeah. a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. I love you. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I was that was my I was doing the background singing. You supposed to keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> Is everyone be safe? Oh, everyone gets what they would like for Christmas, for Kwanzaa, oh, for Hanukkah, Christmaca, you know. Christmaca. You haven't seen the OC, have you? No, That's she just made it. No, on the OC, Seth called it Christmaca. What is the like, OC? Marissa? Joe, because his, you know, like half his what family was the uh, uh, uh. and the other half was like you know is, on, is it on hulu i think so we'll talk about this okay we'll talk about this later <laughs> I don't know what um anyways i would like to thank you all for listening and thank you for learning with us and we just hope that you know you learn something from this episode that you take with you and can we you attract that, that right mate oh yes so you can procreate some good people up in this world <laughs> And we like to thank you all for listening. And we hope that you have a great night and or day. Thank you for everything that you have done, everything that you will do, everything that you are doing, and be blessed, okay? And on that note, we say good night. Yeah.